I see skies of blue, clouds of maize, pride swelling high with bugs that are raised, and I hail to myself, Michigan, let's go blue. Welcome to episode 1.7 of the Hailcast. I'm Matt. Hey, and I'm Mikey. Mikey, no points. What are you looking at me? You better get back to the mitten state coming over here to Jersey and teaching us a lesson. Hey, you're lucky that I'm walking away from you right now. Mike. Tail between my legs. Welcome to the Hailcast, it is. Chris Steakhouse in Ann Arbor, Michigan was running on a promotion. Yeah, I saw that. And uh, Coach Harbaugh took his lovely lady out, Sarah, for a meal tonight to take advantage of that. 50% off. They capped it at 50%. You think she's getting a ribeye or she's getting like the chicken? She's got a steak. So he tweets out a picture of himself, his wife, and um, a fella, Buzz Goble. Buzz Aldrin? Not quite. They're on the moon? Having steaks? <laughs> Floating around. <laughs> um, and he's got a big old steak and, of course, a giant glass of white milk, presumably whole milk, and a great big grand. Big cow sitting right there, just fresh milk. Yeah, he's got, he's taking the cow from all angles That's here. That's utterly ridiculous. That is utterly ridiculous. A-plus-plus plus steaks. Um, why they look good. And that a state state. So just he and his wife? Yeah. Well, Paul or Buzz Paul Goble? Uh oh wait, hold on. You think he's a relative of Paul Goble? Could be. Well, that would make sense, wouldn't it? Uh, yeah. Buzz uh Buzz Aldrin Goble, founder of uh six six dollar twelve packs. Yeah, the old uh, NM squad kept uh Goble beer in business back in the mid late eighties. Oh yeah. Were they like Heck of an astronaut, better beer at Buzz Goble. Getting trucked over from Colorado, from Golden. Yeah, right. You know, there's nothing golden about. No. Except the Golden's slightly a... clear colored pea we created. That was a nice beer, wasn't it? Um, Rutgers. Well, that's the whole thing. That uh, they had to cap that discount at 50% for every point that they lost. For fear of a 78 to nothing margin. They had no idea. Remember yeah. back in the day, I think freshman year, some pizza joint had uh, pizzas. Uh, they offered the same deal, like an 85. And I think it was the Minnesota game. And we trounced them. And it was like a 63 nothing. Or it, was, it was just solid victory. And they didn't cap it. They didn't cap it. They didn't cap it. They and didn't learn. everybody had that pizza. It was terrible pizza. We called it Smegma, Smegma House. Well, it wasn't Pizza House at the time. There were a lot of different joints that didn't last. Bad Arbor's a pizza town. Yeah, no doubt. Um, no, I don't recall. I can only recall. I can only imagine eating... Uh, Monica was just talking about cottage gin. She always loved cottage gin because they had chunks of uh, tomato in their sauce. Yeah, Uno's, I remember Pizzeria Uno's was a good pizza. To get the personal size from Uno's, as on enjoyed that. Well, maybe she was talking Uno's. Uno's had the chunky tomato. Yeah, she was talking Uno's. Mark Flynn was always a big fan of Pizzeria Uno's. Yeah, I like their crust. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's easy to digress to just things that are important foods. Pizza when, when you just get done with a 
Yeah, I mean, where to begin? You, you lay down the worst intra-conference beating ever, ever. I mean, hundreds and hundreds of ball games have been played, thousands. Six and a half dozen, nothing. I mean, <laughs> Michigan our score I mean, doubled their yardage. Well, so I mean, we we could. There's comedy up and down the box score. Um, how about? Rutgers ran 54 plays on offense and eked out 39 entire yards on 54 plays. That's that's 25.2 inches per play. Yes. That's a very awful output. Um, how about 16 punts for 603 yards? Yeah, the punter beat us with the yardage. The punter put 600 yards on the board. How about... Uh... 0 for 17 yeah. in third down conversions. Yeah. Now that's something. That is awful. That <laughs> I mean, is that's awful. just the... Well, it got to the point, as as the quite frankly, I mean, the game was comfortably in hand after a very short period of time. And in order to keep myself, uh, to well, to keep ourselves, we, we caught that ball game together and is... Um, somewhat glued to the TV and invested in the game was... I was rooting to see if we could hold Rutgers minus a first down. Oh, right. And that was that was nerve-wracking. <laughs> it was nerve-wracking. Like, my gosh. They almost got one, and then they finally did in the fourth quarter. Uh, they managed to get two first downs. Yeah. Um, two Bless their hearts. Down. I mean, they worked really hard for them first downs. Uh, meantime, Jarrell Peppers um, going back home and... Igniter. Putting the show on, that guy's got a different level of speed. It was it was it's comical. Completely obvious. I mean he really didn't have the edge. He says, Yeah, I saw him I saw the end crash. So I took but well, I didn't see the end crash. The, the, what the end did was he hesitated for <laughs> he, a split second. Yeah, okay. And but, that's crashing to him. Yeah, I mean he didn't need a crash he he's got another gear. He's and got two other Talk about him and that other gear. And then, you know, just to say, what do you say? It was a great quote. I got a little giggle out of it. Uh, he, It's the darndest thing I've ever seen. He's the darndest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. You know, he's starting to make the argument that Jubal Peppers is the best football player that I've ever, has ever lived. He made that very clear. Yeah. And I... I think we sort of mentioned He's on that the same dance the, floor as Jim Thorpe? During the game, yeah, Jim Thorpe. It's like, Jim Thorpe, yes. Yeah. Everybody's All-American. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, yeah, no, Coach Harbaugh loves Jabril Peppers. Uh, he, he's not alone in that. He's never coached anything like it. We, we will have to have put the whole introduction to $6 million man right. in order. Otherwise, we'd just be hearing... Snippets of the Bionic Man uh, that we always play when we talk about Jabril Peppers. So we'll probably get away with it. Just put the full intro in. Right. Because we're going to be talking about this guy all game long. And he's got, let's face it, he's only got a few more games in the winged helmet. Um, we're going to enjoy each oh, and every one he of does. them. does. Just a few guys who may only have a few more games in a oh, yeah. winged helmet. Well, but only one of those few guys is... Well, there's going to be several guys graduating, right? Um, but only one of them may make a trip to New York and to go to the Heisman ceremony and at least be invited. And to the Hall of Fame. I mean, it, you know, if he stays healthy, this guy's just going to be... He, nobody's seen his likeness. I mean, if uh, oh. Lamar Jackson, yeah. uh, he touches the ball every play. If yeah. Jabril Preppers touched the ball every play, uh, we might be seeing. Well, we, I'm cert- certain we would be seeing similar things. He's he's uh, he's going to have to make monster plays in the Buckeye game, and we have to be undefeated. I mean, that's his best course of getting the damn trophy. Is if we are eleven and zero, the Buckeyes are eleven and zero, and he goes down to Columbus and has himself a bonkers game. You know, putt return for a TD, um, maybe a rushing TD, 
maybe a couple rushing TDs, and then a couple of impact plays on defense, turnover, you know, force a fumble or interception. Or just thwarting the, the reverse veer, the inverted veer. Or who knows? Maybe he learns to fly. <laughs> just He could. Well, that he, was a pass play that he the, got his uh, first touchdown on. I mean, they may be holding that out where he's been working on levitating yeah. in the offseason. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. That punt return that got called back. Oh, that was that, a, that's a bad flag, too. That spin move into a leg lift over a diving man and then into a duck over another uh, uh, steamrolling man. I mean, how does a person control their body? And I mean, that's just, that's just, that's, you don't it's see bonkers. That. You don't Completely bonkers. ever see that. That was what, about one second, two seconds, one and a half seconds of crazy body. And he averaged 24, seven, three carries, 24, seven average. And then, but you look at the other averages, Evans, 13.9. For 153 yards, and Higdon another eight eight point eight for 114, and Isaac seven point eight, and Henderson. Who, who knew? Who knew? Bobby Henderson. Hey, hey, Bobby. <laughs> hey, Bobby. <laughs> was that Schimmel? Yeah. Remember that Schimmel bit? Yeah. It was like you know, what do I care? Who's? What do I care if I if I'm masturbating? Who's watching me? And you die, and you see your, your uncle. Hey, Bobby! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Shimmel, I miss that guy. But anyway, Bobby Henderson, and you got to give the guy credit. I mean, he switched the ball twice in that uh, in that 16, 14, 17-yard dash, whatever it was, for a touchdown. 12-yard dash. Yeah. I mean, it was just the – and the second one wasn't – it was like the guy just loves switching. The, I mean, low, he loves doing that drill where it's like switching back and forth, avoiding the uh, – yeah. He is by the book. Bobby, yeah, he's by, a, the by the book, book Bobby, Bobby. Bobby Henderson. Bobby, by the book, Bobby. Yeah. Hey, coach, what do you think? Yeah, how's this look? <laughs> hey, Bobby. <laughs> I bet he carries a ball around campus and just switches it. Yeah, probably. It's, it's <laughs> switches like every, his books. Yeah. He's got like a book bag that's constantly going back and Shifting forth. back and forth, yeah. But, yeah, but that was pleasant to see. Who who, who knew? Well, I, I really enjoyed the uh, touchdown run from Karan Higdon where he squared up that safety and trucked him to get across <laughs> yeah, right. the goal line. Yeah. Oh, I, I like me Karan Higdon. Oh, yeah. Hey, what's not to like? I liked watching uh, all the guys that were coming in. O'Corn, you know, his passing wasn't, there weren't any phenomenal passes, but he had two yeah. really good balls. Threw a touchdown pass. One of them was, he was perfect, two for two. Not a lot of, again, it's not a lot to look at, but it, 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 it didn't seem like uh, a big letdown. I mean, the guy knows the offense. Uh, he's got a good-looking ball. He zips um, it out there pretty good. There was zero resistance. From no, the, uh, no, but he needs that sort of, yeah. you know, game. game you know, get your first touchdown pass in your Michigan career. Is that right? Is that his first? Well, he was a scout team guy last year. Well, I mean, he, that's, he hasn't had one in the previous. Well, I don't suppose he has. I, I, I don't know. I don't recall. Well, it's the first one that I recall as of uh, sitting down here tonight. Yeah, that, that's probably true. And, you know, all of you listeners and commenters who are constantly badgering us with your opinions, you, pr- you know, you can add another one to the, your list of things. We've to probably got a couple guys screaming at the radio. No, he had one. Yeah, he's I'm going to get you. I'm going to grab you right in the oak. Uh, it wouldn't be hard for us to... To confirm that, but we'll we'll move away from that and confirm it. We'll get back to that later in the in the cast here. Um, uh, I do want to make mention of one Anthony Chiaffi, number thirty one for the Rutgers fellas. Hey, was he? Uh, well, he was sitting on what forty yard line. He yeah, he had an angle too. Hey, he, he did what do you want to go, Anthony? <laughs> hey, Anthony, check out Armbar. Anthony did run down Peppers. Now that's a hell of an effort. Uh, 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 and I watched that again. He had a straight line angle down the field. Well, yeah. Peppers was on the sideline and then cut in and then back out. That cutting in and got cutting back out is what allowed that man to catch him. He he caught him regardless, irregardless the angle. Yeah, well, yeah. Anybody catching Peppers is technically he did not run him down because he did not he did not gain ground on him. He just had. You know, remember old. He, he uh, used so much energy to get around that end and bust and burst through. He got around there in a hurry. 
Yeah. What was that, 63 yards? 63. I think Nick Baumgartner said it was like seven seconds from the snap to the tackle. <laughs> <laughs> he got 63 yards by going around the edge in the course of seven seconds. God, I hate to have to tackle that dude. Yeah, no doubt. So he great is, uh, thing. Well, he's just a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, that punt return was a beauty. Even our uh, our punter, Mr. Kenny Allen, uh, had a dropped it. He dropped it right after lunch. You know what I'm talking? Mm-hmm. At one, baby. It. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, his average was 42, along with 47, 49, or something like But that one, right on the one. That was beautiful. Right after. That's the old uh, coffin court. You don't see that much anymore. That was a beautiful More guys are going for that uh, backspin, yeah. dead ball, bounce back. And it used to be, for years, was dudes was angle that thing right for the right for the court, the coffin corner. Let's, um, I know what kind of touched on it just a bit ago, but let's move over to that defensive side of the ball, reviewing, reviewing the Rutgers game. And what name jumps out at you right off the bat? Ben Gideon. Oh, right. I was uh, going to go with, uh, you could go with any Charlton medalist, Josh medalist. Yeah, no doubt. Leader, he's a uh, he is not a sleeper back there. Those Florida boys. Can whack you, uh, medalist and Devin Bush. Yeah, good yeah, grief! They were, they were coming in with abandon. They were coming in hot. Yeah, they were coming in uh, and, and arriving in a fierce mood. Yeah, the medalist fella, um, he whacked the quarterback. I kind of wish he would have wrapped him, but I think he was yeah. going for the knockout blow. Yeah, and I'm sure that uh, coach is talking to we'll, get coached up. Yeah, we're gonna want to wrap him up there. Still with the team in tackles. Yeah. How about that? That's pretty darn good. I had a sack. That's a big game. Six tackles and a sack. Yeah. Yeah, as a freshman. As a guy that didn't play but half the game. Not even half the game. Uh like to see uh, Kalika Hudson in there. No doubt. I like that guy. Is it Kalike or Kalik? We talked about we that. We did talk a about bit. that. I think I originally thought it was Kalik. And I thought it was Kalike. All right. Oh, so once again, still halfway through the season and it's unsettled. Reasonable men can right. have differences, yeah. That's right. But yeah, another tackle for a loss on Ooh, his part. Rashawn Gary had a nice little two-play sequence there where he got to the quarterback, chased him out of bounds twice. He's good for chasing guys out of bounds and not ever giving up. He's a giant man running down quarterbacks. Well, once again, Matt, you talked about it last week. The... New Jersey boys were going to have themselves a game. Mm. Mm. And it made, it was a little sad to see Bushel Beatty go out there initially, but then very nice to see him come back because the, I'm like, oh, good Lord, they're switching around the line now. Mm-hmm. That's never a good thing. We did notice, we did that did um, show us what plan B, the contingency to losing a left tackle is. So they moved Cole, kicked him out from center to left tackle. And they brought uh, the fella out of Pennsylvania in at center, um, Kugler, Patrick Kugler, until Bushel Beatty healed himself up. I'm sure Bushel Beatty was injured. Not, he was hurting, but he was not going to be sitting there in front of his family and friends. No, Kugler was hot-dogging it. Kugler? Yeah. Skinless or? Uh, I like the snap. Yeah. No doubt. I haven't had a Kugler dog in a while. you know, Taco. Taco great, great game. You know, not, not a ton of tackles, but I mean, always disrupting. Two sacks, which pressure is great. all over the place. He's pressuring everywhere. Hurst. He's unblockable. Um, Where is you know, Hurst was unblockable. Solid. And then the lockdown receivers, you know. Oh. The total for total yardage and passing game, five yards. So here's a five yards. We're on, no, I lost it. Laviano, one a completion for eight attempts, and Allen, one completion for ten attempts. Twelve and a half percent and ten percent for a total of eleven point one percent passing. So PFF, PFF college football, we're talking about Jordan Lewis here, has the numbers of, in seventy six coverage snaps this year. Jordan Lewis has allowed a 0.0 quarterback rating on passes thrown into his coverage. Seven receptions, or no, seven yards 
allowed one interception. Is that right? Yeah, that's seven yards allowed in seventy-six um, coverage snaps. Well, zero point zero QB rating. Zero. You're not getting anything thrown to Jordan. No. Don't Outside, I get in the ticket. Why you try? And they keep trying. Well, which is one of the reasons why Channing Stribblings. Channing Stribblings having a swell year. But no one was challenged in this game. I mean, no. they had five yards passing. Five freaking yards. Yeah. That's insane. I mean, you have to be able to pass against Michigan to have any chance whatsoever. With that D-line, you have to. And I mean, that's, that's what it's going to take Ohio State. That's the pickle. Pick your poison. He's going to have to hell, hell Can you game. run against that front seven? Or can you throw against that back four? Um, not anyone's had a whole lot of success doing much of that. Colorado, I had a little bit of success there. They had actually quite a bit of success. Um, yeah. And then the adjustments came at halftime of that ball game, and then of course their quarterback got knocked out. And then the other quarterback got knocked out. Oh, and uh, we uh, continue the theme. Michael uh, Rutgers did not finish with their starting quarterback. No, well, no surprise. He was just getting. Blasted. Yeah, he was ineffective. I don't know that he left for injury. I think he just left for being ineffective. Yeah, or right. Mercyed. That's right. Psychological, yeah. physical. Run him out of time. Leaving the game. It's like running a goalie out of the net. Yeah, right. Yeah, you're you don't not, have to do it. You're not getting it done. And escape the neck. You can do it with. <laughs> well, escape the neck is a quick way to get him out of the net. I found. How about just a, a field position? I mean, you're talking average field position for the games at the 40, UM 41 yard line. I mean, you. Yeah, that's a 17 yard difference from what Rutgers was starting the, the field. Coach Harbaugh made mention of that in the post game presser. He said, you know, that's our three, offense was playing on half the field. <laughs> he said, yeah, it was, uh, it was an eviscerating beating of the likes I've never seen. No. And we will, well, we were not surprised. We we had our picks last week at the episode one point six when we took a stab uh, at cut, the score during cut the run, run, run a segment, yeah. and uh, I believe um, I thought I was going out on a limb when I called the sixty three nothing score, and then you followed up with the seventy to three score. <laughs> like yes, and we both underestimated it, and we both yeah. <laughs> Seven of the three, and that wasn't enough. No. no. Good grief. Just a shellac of throttling. That's beautiful to see. Yeah, that was gorgeous. Um, it reminds me, I'm thinking of like monster blowouts. There was a game we played uh, with Desmond Howard and that crew. Uh, Against Ole Miss in the, what was that, the Gator Bowl back in the day. And we ran those guys off the field, and that was about as satisfying a blowout as I can recall. Of course, that was a bowl game against an SEC opponent. This was Rutgers. Yeah. It was satisfying to see. Um, 200 recruits at Rutgers. Like, yeah. You, too, can come to Rutgers yeah. and be slaughtered. Yeah. To watch the Cannon guy um, get all fired up on that. <laughs> Pick six that ended up getting called back, and we're yelling at the TV. Put the you know put the cannonball back in the cannon, or you, it's like they say you can't unring a bell. Um, yeah, there's there's not a whole lot else to say about this beating. I'm sure there is. No, I mean it's got some good young running backs who are running hard. Yeah, got some a lot of young talent on the defense getting some action. Um, you know, you could say the passing game needs a little work, but you know, it was a rainstorm there early on. Uh, and then we didn't need to, we didn't need to pass. I mean, it just didn't need to pass. And, you know, their goal, their goal was 300 yards rushing, according to Kalis, one of those guys. And, uh, (laughs) they got there. They, uh, surpassed that by about 60%. They got there and, Room to breathe. Um, well, what went on in the rest of the Big Ten there, Matt? Game stuck out for you in the Big Ten this past week, other than the one we just throttling the song. The Sparty downslide or 
demise, whatever we want to call it, is both, I don't know that it's shocking, um, but it is a little bit surprising. Um, taking it on the chin to Brigham Young. However, I did think that Brigham Young's tailback was going to give him problems, and he did. But what was interesting is he didn't give him problems, a, a ton of problems until that second half, and they just kind of went on these long, really thir- long drives. 13-play drives, and just kind of shoving it right O'Connor down. O'Connor finally got yanked. Yeah. I mean, you knew that was coming. He just wasn't. He's not effective. Yeah, getting the job done. Um, that was that that stick out. So they've got all sorts of problems down in East Lansing. Um, they uh, two and three, zero oh and two in the Big Ten, and they've got Northwestern. Um, Northwestern coming off a victory over Iowa and a bye week. Um, I don't know that it. Northwestern could could win that ball game. Yeah, they could. in which case Sparty would really be hurting for a ball. Um, because they're they're just really not going to get four more wins if they can't beat Northwestern. They'll get one at Rutgers and one at Illinois. And I don't see another win if they can't get Northwestern. You know what? uh, I guess the biggest surprise for me of the week was uh, Penn State's throttling of Maryland. Yeah. Maryland went in there undefeated. Now, granted, they hadn't really played anybody that... But you never really know. No. But it was five games of... I would have picked. I think I would have picked Maryland. In that. I would have. I yeah. did. I mean, you know, in my own little casino in my mind. <laughs> um, but uh, that uh, that surprised me. And I'm, I'm, wow, it, it, Michigan and Ohio State are just and and then sort of Wisconsin are just. I think. You know, Michigan, Ohio State. I think are probably on. Nebraska is undefeated. How about that? First time since 1960 that the Big Ten's got four teams in the top ten. How about that for a stat? No kidding. No kidding. All right. That's Uh, happened since in the preseason poll that there's been four Big Ten teams in the top ten, but not uh, not once the games have kicked off. So you've got Wisconsin, Nebraska, Michigan, Ohio State. So, um... Wisconsin still in the top ten? Yeah. Number eight, I believe. Or number ten. And then Nebraska's number eight. I'll pull it out. Yeah, how about that? Um, I'm looking at this saying by this past week, by number 12, Nebraska, Northwestern, and number 11, Wisconsin. Now, maybe that's just a different... But, wow. Well, it's that still, was printed before the... Uh, yeah, that's right. Before the hurricane rankings right here. AP poll. Ohio State 2, Michigan 4, Wisconsin 8, Nebraska 10. Wow. Coaches poll. Ohio State 2, Michigan 4, Nebraska 9, Wisconsin 10. So there you go. That's incredible. That is incredible. I think I get Byron Allen in here. Yeah, what was the uh, fellow with the big patch of white in the front? What was his name? Oh, Skip. Uh... The Skip? I thought it was Pat. Pat. There was a Skip, though. There was a Skip. There was what, a John. What was the lady's the Kathy. name? Kathy. Is it Kathy? That's hey. incredible. God. That's incredible. That's incredibly stupid. <laughs> yeah, all right. So anything so there else you go. sticking big out time. of you and... Um, Indiana, uh, I think we saw Indiana exposed some chinks in the armor of the Buckeye. Yeah. That's what I noticed. 38-17. JT Barrett had a little bit of problem throwing the ball. A lot of problem. He's going to, he's going to have to have that problem solved by the time he meets Michigan or they're going to seriously have some problems. He had that same problem against the Spartans last year. Remember, he could not throw the ball. Uh... Uh, I'm liking, uh, I, I come out of this week liking more and more liking this squad. Not only because of the throttling, but from what I'm seeing, it's hard to hard to look at your team and, and then look at these other teams and think, wow, it just I can't imagine us being that much better. But as it ter- it's turning out, they really are that much better. And if, uh, you know, the only thing that's sort of shaky for me right now is if we really got to have uh, depend on Wilton Spate 
Well, uh, if I, 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 I'm confident with him. I'm just, I'm not. I just haven't seen that. That he's he's got to get the job done, and oh, he just did. And he's a he's a he's a gamer, though. I mean, no, we, we, we saw I, that I'm in the Wisconsin. That. We saw that in the Wisconsin game late in the fourth quarter. He drops a dime to uh, seal the game. Yeah, no doubt about it. And no was, doubt about yeah, it. Wisconsin's got a decent defense now. Is that going to happen down in Columbus? You know, I saw. Here, here we go, Mike. The uh, Westgate Las Vegas Superbook released um, some futures here, and Michigan is a favorite against the Spartans by thirteen and a half points right now in this one particular Vegas book. And then the other game we're talking about is Michigan-Ohio State, and currently the Buckeyes are favored by nine. They're nine-point favorites against the Wolverine. Oh. I would take that uh, oh, yeah. nine points all day. Yeah. All day. I'm watching myself lay down the money at the at the window. Yeah. And getting my little slip with the juice. Yep. Yep. Rats. That yeah. will come down. That'll be interesting. The next few weeks will be interesting to see how it all shakes down. Um, But, you know, coming off a 78-0 win, you're feeling pretty good about everything. But then you got to remember it's Rutgers. It's Rutgers. But at least the next game is Illinois homecoming. Yeah, so you get the bye, you know. I know Harbaugh's worried about the bye and that sort of thing, saying your routines. But at least it's Illinois who... Um, you know, they uh, dropped just a thriller to Purdue in overtime this past weekend. They're, they're just about, yeah, they're just about awful, is uh, Illinois. Yeah, I know. So, uh, that's too bad. Lovey. Lovey. Tough first year for Lovey. Yeah, Thurston has been, you know, dealing with a lot too, just because, uh, you know, with Lovey's down, so is Thurston. And it's really been a toll on his life, too. Oh. And, of course, all the other Islanders. I mean, it's really stressing them all out. It's tough to be marooned. Yeah, and trying to coach a football team and, you know. It's hard to recruit. Drag a trunk of fine clothes around that you happen to bring on a three-hour cruise. Right. Clamshell putter. Uh, I can't think of much to say. Seems like we covered that uh, that victory pretty pretty thoroughly. Yeah. Okay. Well, here I just want to touch this uh, some national rankings through six games. I saw this come out from the uh, Ball Squad. So Michigan leads the nation in scoring defense. Number mm-hmm. one. They lead the nation in pass defense. Number one. They lead the nation in total defense. Number one. They lead the nation in opponents third down percentage. Number one. They are number two in sacks. They are number two in tackles for loss. They are number three in turnovers lost. Number three in punt returns. Number three in block kicks. And number four in scoring offense. So they are fourth in scoring, number one in defense. <laughs> um, yeah, that's... What's that metric that has them number one? What's that? That that just takes into consideration uh, the teams that you've played in their records. That's the S and P plus. No, this one was called something else, like the Baxter. Oh, yeah. not the Baxter. They're number two in S and P plus. They were number one last week. Number one is Alabama now, and they are Alabama and Michigan are neck and neck. So the S and P plus margin, which is the um, the amount of points your team is better or worse than the average team. Um, Alabama is twenty nine point seven points better than an average team, and Michigan's twenty nine point four. Effectively, very very much the same. It's just about the same um, degree of error. Yeah. Yeah. So, what's an average team, for instance? Let's go down to zero. Um, would be number 67, Boston College. Would be 29.4 points better than Boston College. 
24? 29.4. Yeah, we, we would crush them. Yes. We would beat them by 55 points. Yeah, Illinois is negative 1.2, so that's a 30-point victory on the average. Now, actually, this is the last week of this this metric. Next week, they, uh, they drop all of last year. Next week, it's all this year's gear, so... That's the computer model for you, this particular. Well, uh, it doesn't really matter. No. The only thing that matters is you went out, you beat Ohio State, and you're playing for all the marbles. Well, assuming you win the Big Ten Championship. And, yes. You know, yeah, you went out, you're playing for the marbles. If you win out, you've you won, won everything. You've won the marbles. You've won the marbles, yes. <laughs> yeah. Win out and win the marbles. If go you get go, the marbles, should be the motto. Get the marbles. First place is, uh, we don't want steak knives, right? No. no. I want that El Dorado. I want the El Dorado. I wonder if that's the motto. I mean, you got to figure Coach has some. Uh, he probably had Alec Baldwin theme. come in and deliver it. That'd be awesome. He had a couple of, you think these are brass balls? These are marbles. <laughs> now go get them. Now go get them. And then he, like, Coffee is for closes. You want Gatorade? <laughs> that's uh, that's what I got, Mike. I got nothing about Rutgers. I don't even want to see Rutgers anymore. I don't want to hear that name anymore. We destroyed them. Their band was playing the Victors in the fourth quarter. Rutgers freaking yep. band. Now somebody said they did that. They do that for all away teams, but I don't. You know, I'm going to pretend that's not true. Yeah. I that think, they should have been playing it. Yeah. If it wasn't uh I think maybe a tradition, it think, should have been started on that day. I wonder if Harbaugh like threatened to get to hundred if they didn't play the damn victors. Yeah. Play the victors. Yeah, we'll take the foot out the throat. One other thing I wanted to mention, we haven't even talked about it. I don't know we our new intro song, uh called Go Bluesy. Go Bluey. Go Bluey, yeah. Go Bluey. B L O U I E. Right, the Armstrong is silent. Yeah, the Armstrong is silent. Mm-hmm. That's right. And we ain't talking stretch. Helmet toy. Yeah. You could fire BBs into stretch and stretch would keep going. But uh, you like that new song? I like it a lot. I think it's going to be catchy. I think I think the kids are really going to love it. I was whistling it. And the older folks. And, yeah. And dead Jasmine. Yes. Hopefully they'll like it too and not, and not you know... You know what Louis Armstrong would be doing right now if he were alive? Um, I have a pretty good idea. Yeah. Would it be scratching uh, the top of his crypt? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Get scratching out. Scratching at the inside of his dusty crypt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get me out of here! <laughs> Satchmo needs some air. <laughs> <laughs> well, when we get back, we've got a bye week. Yeah, we're good. So we've got no team to discuss, so I think what we're going to do is talk a little hockey. We are big hockey fans here in the western part of the Michigan, eh? Hey. You know, we'll uh, talk a little uh, Griffins hockey, which we're huge fans of um, when it ain't when the Red Wings ain't on. You know, because when the Red Wings are on, we're pretty much glued to the TV, at least in this house. Yeah. So when we get a chance to go see the Griffins, we see them as many times as possible. So we're going to talk about the both teams to a you know, preview. Brief, oh. brief. Brief, and we'll, we'll you know we'll try to cut in and make some references towards uh, you know who's got it better than the Griffins, right? I think this year it's not many people, That's but we'll see. We'll talk about that right after the break. This episode of the Hailcast brought to you by Coleman Cesspool Service, expert and low cost. Remember Gary's promise: I will drain and clean any cesspool in ten minutes. Even if it is filled with dead skunks and the lifeless bodies of the unborn. Coleman Cesspool Services. What you looking at, Cesspool? And we are back. Welcome back to the uh, Hailcast. Thank you to the sponsor. Mr. Coleman. Got a big skunk smell outside our house right now, as um, I'm hearing from my wife. Yeah. I can almost smell it. Uh, in the studio? In the studio here. Yeah. 
Well, we're going to talk a little hockey, huh? A little time hockey. It's that time of year again, yes. It's a swell time. Well, let's talk some swell hockey. time. We're big fans of the, you know, we're just going to keep it local. Michigan local. Um, and we'll kind of talk back and forth because these teams are sort of back and forth. Um, today, our Griffins uh, lash off Jensen and uh, Callahan and Tancredi. All cleared waivers and are back with the Griffins. However, uh, Ferk and Timo Bulkinen did not clear waivers. Ferk ended up with the uh, Hurricanes. Um, Hurricanes. We know somebody involved with the Hurricanes. Our fraternity brother. That's right. Um, and uh, Timo ended up with the uh, Minnesotas. Up there in, you know, the Great White North. They like oh. the hockey up there in Minnesota. They do. They love it up there. The Griffins are just low. I think the Griffins are headed for a heck of a season this year. I mean, you look. Mantha just got sent down. The last two, the last spot up at the wings, uh, came down to between him, uh, Mantha, and uh, Athanasiu, and Athanasiu got the slot. And I'm glad about that. Uh, Athanasiu's dynamic. Um, Mantha's got to be just beating his brains in. I don't know what is it. It sounded like he started out training camp pretty good, but almost not have finished very good or just a little bit short. But then you got Cleary, you know, you got Mantha on the left wing, and Cleary on the right wing, and Callahan on the right wing, and Bertuzzi, who's just going to be phenomenal, and Tancrati are solid too. And you got some youngsters. Yeah. Terjan and. I'm not sure how you say that game's Sadawi or Sadawi. Sadawi. And Page and Lashoff and Russo and Jensen on D. I mean, Pascal just got called up for the Griffin or the Wings today. So Griffin's got Corot and Lynette. I think they're they like uh, like they're gonna have a strong season. Todd Nelson's behind the net, the first first player the Griffin signed, along with Bruce. Uh, you know, you got uh, Ramsey on that staff and Ben Simon. Of course, uh, Mike Knubel just down the road. Can't believe we didn't call Knubel over for this. Who's the phone in? Yeah. Um, yeah. Kayser's olive oil voice. Looking forward to hearing that on the radio. He's a heck of a play-by-play man when it comes to, you know, to hockey. He loves his Griffins. He's a, he's a great fan. He's a good man. Yeah. Um... So I'm really looking forward to the uh, opener here Friday night against the Chicago Wolves. I'll be in attendance, rooting on my griffs. Friday night, that's is it dollar beer, dollar dog? Uh, two dollar beer, two dollar dog. Uh, so it'll be a packed house of uh, college kids just hanging out there for the first couple periods. Yeah. Eating and boozing in the concourse. Right. They don't tend to watch much of the ball game. I have, uh, I've got issues with the, uh, uh, the tap beer there, I always have. Well, the beauty of the dollar or the two dollar beer, two dollar dog, is the lines to the the big beer yeah. in the can yeah. is not existent. No, not existent. So that'll be nice. Now we're looking at the wings, and I'm listening to the people talking about what is Kenny Holland doing. He's just he's he's just gutting the team and not getting anything back for these players he's losing and not not going in the right direction. I think there's a lot of... I don't know what they're talking about. I'm, I'm looking at this lineup. I'm looking at, you know, Larkin. Center. Abby, left wing. Nyquist, right wing. Sheehan, another center. Miller, Tatar. Newcomer, Ott. And Vanek. Zetterberg, Glendening, Helm, Athanasiu, and Nielsen. Yeah, they're young. Supposedly Van X can score from anywhere. That's the defense that I'm worried about. Um, even though I think it's fairly solid. DeKaiser is solid. Um, always been a big fan of Brendan Smith. And I believe uh, Sproul just made the team, too. Spr- Sproul. Um, I'm not a big fan of Erickson, however. Not a big fan of him. You've never been so never been him. a big fan of Erickson. He's always getting injured. He's almost, almost seems he's like lax. I don't know. 
I don't know, lacks confidence or lacks <laughs> something. Um, I'm a big fan of uh, Ouellette. Um, so, I mean, and Mrazek, I mean, obviously he's going to be the starter. I think they just, I think I just said they pulled up Pascal from the Griffins and Howard as the backup. I believe that's how it's going to shake out. But their openers against Tampa Bay at Tampa Bay uh, Thursday night. Tough opener. It can't get here. Any, yeah, right. Tough opener. Izzy, think, I wonder if Izzy will take uh, Kenny Holland's job. But anyway, people second-guessing Kenny Holland. I mean, the people who are jumping the ship. I heard some guys talking on radio today about, well, at least the Red Wings, you know, they're not a complete dumpster fire like, um, oh, Detroit Pistons have become and the Detroit Lions are and, you know, the um, the Tigers were in the dumps for 20 years before they, you know, started, you know, since 84, before they started coming back. But at least... At least Detroit has been fairly uh, fairly stable. And I'm thinking to myself, fairly stable? It's been a juggernaut of a team. I mean, yeah, we've been down the last few years. But up until that time... Um, Contending for the title. Yeah, I mean, the talk was, you know, are we going to win the President's Cup this year? Are we going to be the number one overall seed in the playoffs? I mean, we are so spoiled. So to listen to these folks... Uh, who just get down on the Red Wings. Um, how can you second-guess Kenny Holland, number one, at this point, unless he really screws things up? He's had nothing but young people he's been developing because they didn't go pick up draft agents and spend a lot of cash. They worked for what they were drafting. And they, they weren't picking up free agents, I meant to say, um, and spending lots of money. They went through the draft route, and so all these guys... We're talking about we're, Tatar, still fairly young, Nyquist, Shane, Larkin, um, Athanasiu, Abby's still fairly young. I mean, he seems he's a veteran, but I mean, he's not that old. Um, you know, Smith, Ouellette, DeKaiser, Marchenko, Sproul, very young, still young, 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 young. It was only three years ago we're talking about the average age of this team is under 25. It was something like 23 years. It was bizarre how young this team was. Now it's three years later and people are like, oh my goodness. Well, these guys are just now getting into their prime. Coming from me. So I'm always looking at the Red Wings, always optimistically. I think the Griffins, um, of course, will be shuffling players back and forth. Um, and you'll see some of these guys come back down. Athanasia will come down from Anthem. I uh, just... Um, I, I'm, I know I'm taking up your time here, and I'm I just you know, I'm waiting for you to pop in, but really looking forward. To you're it. fired up for your uh, Red Wing hockey. I love it. It's the no, best no. time of the season. You've got Michigan football. You've got hockey going on. The Cubs this year happen to be in the World Series. In other words, I wouldn't give a darn about baseball, but the Cubs could be in the World Series. They're certainly a leader. They, uh, they they just they just um, just knocked off the giant. Took the lead in the ninth, and you saying they just they just won. I think the game's over. Holy! How about them Cubbies? Series six to five in the ball game. Yeah, well, you know, I'm a I'm a big fan of the Red Wing. I'm not as big a fan as as most. I'm not a big fan. I'm a fan. Yeah, I enjoy the Red Wing. Hockey's a fun sport to watch. Sure is. Sure wish I uh, could have played that sport. Odd, it wasn't offered in uh, our high school in uh, yeah in Muskegon. Yeah, it wasn't. We had like the only pro, one of the only couple pro teams in the entire state there at the time, and we didn't have hockey the as lumberjacks. a sport. The Mohawks before then. Mohawks before them. You know when you. Yeah, a lot of hockey, hockey culture. Um, yeah, I never played the game of hockey. It does look like a ton of fun, though. Yeah, you got to start early. It's tough to pick up as a as an old man. As an old man, yeah, I have to learn to skate. I love it. It looks like so much fun, though. Yeah, I mean, I've tried it, but I'm just not good, and so things have, tend to snap on my body. Michigan hockey kicked off this week, I believe. Union, and um, it's a young team for Red Berenson. He lost a lot of a lot of his scoring, like in. Almost all of it. Um, so it's an interesting year for, for Coach Berenson and what he's got to replace and what they're going to do. And 
listened to a little bit of Billy Powers on the radio the other day, and he was excited about, well, we're going to have to focus on the defense until we can find out who's going to put the puck in the net for us. That's that's quite a turnaround. Yeah. In one year. They lost a lot of scoring with just three guys, but um, I don't know if this is Red's final year or not. I would guess it is. Um, but, man, you talk about a living legend. Um, be interesting. I hope the Wolverines Icers can put together a good, solid season for Red. Well, I, they when he retires, they they got to rename. If they're not going to rename Yost anything, which they probably won't because Yost is, you can't rename Yost. Yost is Yost, yeah. But they've got to put a section in there called the Red Room. Red Room! Red Room! Red Room! Or the, um, the penalty box has got to be known as the Red Room! Red's Room! Yeah. Uh, he needs or or to the be, nickname uh, for the Yost could be Red's Room! Yeah. Uh, big fan of that because uh, you know Red looks a lot like Shelley Duvall and so the comparisons are obvious yeah, they are big fan of big of uh, Red Barons and he's uh, seems like a heck of a guy uh, he's created a pretty solid program there his uh, son Gordon lived on Rumsey with uh, with me oh yeah freshman year yeah Gordy Berenson. Yeah. It's quite the hall. Rumsey, yeah. Jim Abbott right across the the hall. Heard Jim Abbott on the radio this morning. With, uh, with Sam? Yeah. Yeah, they replayed that. I heard that too. Yeah. He's right across the hall. Gordy Berenson's right down the hall. Jim Abbott never fumbled the football as a quarterback for Flint, which is shocking. He led him to the semis, I think, semifinals. He was a stud quarterback. Yeah, he was. I remember throwing the, the ball at him. It's yeah. just amazing. Just amazing the, the delivery this guy had. A professional baseball player, yeah. He's um, his uh, right hand was, um, well, obviously was on the bottom yeah. when he took snaps. Not obviously, I guess. It doesn't have to be on the bottom, but that's where it was. Um, well, because he wants his laces in his left hand. Yeah, yeah, it came up like that, and he yeah. just, you know, it, as anybody, I'm sure it's hard for us to imagine, but when that's all you know, that's all you know, and you make, <laughs> you make the best of it, as it turns out. Yeah, and and not only that, but he's a, I actually sent a tweet to Sam. Did you? I did. That I live with the guy because he was saying what a great guy. This, you know, if you don't know, you're because they're talking to a fan base, a lot of them who don't know who Jim Abbott is. I've only ever met Jim Abbott. Briefly at the Union playing pool um, and stumbled into a pool game with him, and he was very, very good at pool. At the Union? Uh, yeah. That's weird. Yeah. I ran into him at a pool game at right next door at Sigma Chi. Oh, yeah? At a party at Sigma Chi. Yeah, he was a brief encounter with Jim. Other than living with him, but I mean, right. after we moved away from each other. He just seemed like a real... Like a lot, or hell of a guy. Great guy. Like the nicest guy you'll ever meet. And a, just a wicked basketball, snowball. He threw a uh, no-hitter for the Yankee. Right, yeah. (laughs) Uh. One arm. Well, he was also the National Sportsman of the Year in college, uh, the uh, whatever award that was. He was a very successful uh, athlete. Saw him again at his book signing, probably about two years ago. I took my son to to see him. It's like no way, <laughs> no way. It's quite some memories. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, we've strayed from the hockey a little bit there. That's all right. We've got a bye week. We got a bye week. We could talk Jim. Abbott. Right, we can talk Jim Abbott. We're talking Michigan. Uh, Michigan hockey segues beautifully into other sports and the other goings on. Yep. Oh, we had a, um, I don't know if you followed this or even give a darn, but the uh, three members of the Fab Five had a little chit-chat at the um, Hill Auditorium last weekend. Well, which three? Let me guess. Uh, Jimmy, yep. Ray, yep. and Jalen. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, Juwan did send in a video message. He was coaching, so he could not be there in person, but he did send a video message. I didn't read a lot about it. Um, I'm not sure exactly what they were trying to achieve outside of a discussion. Maybe that's all they wanted to do was have a discussion. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's getting so far. It's so far away. I mean, it's 25 years, I guess. Uh, yeah, there was nobody from the university in attendance um, of any consequence, of course. Ward Manuel was in New Jersey for the football game, and I don't think any other folks from the athletic department were in attendance. Um, well, they've heard all the discussion before. Yeah. 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 yeah so I think it's, uh, who knows? I don't know. They want those banners back up, and well, when is the twenty-five year anniversary? It's uh, this year, right? And maybe that's the the plan. Yeah, Chris Webber's not coming. I up. mean, I know Jalen wants a some sort of twenty-five year reunion type. I think this was part of that some discussion to get. It's crazy to think that was twenty-five years ago. I mean, I remember those guys coming to school and just like, oh, they're so young. Yeah, I remember bumping into those guys at the uh, again the student union. Um, Fan five, like, wow, how about that? Shoot, my first class ever at Michigan was English. Was it one hundred one writing? One ten. One ten. Or one twelve. One of the two. Yeah. And it was uh, Sean Higgins was in that class. Higgins. <laughs> Sean Higgins walks in with a uh, silk sweatsuit with a silk hat that said Wild Wild West on the hat. And that was kind of that song, Wild Wild West. Oh, yeah. That, was it white? I don't recall. No, I don't think it was white. I think the whole outfit was like a purple. Oh, like a like a maroon purplish color, and he introduced himself as, uh, you know, first class. He's you go around the room and who you know, what's your name, where are you from, yada yada. And I'm Sean Higgins, and I played ball for the U, Los Angeles, California, and that was it. That was the last we heard or saw from Sean. I think he popped in for another couple classes, and that was it. Um. But I remember seeing Sean thinking, man, you were a giant recruit out Whoa, of California. No doubt. Sweet putback against Illinois. Yeah. As, that, it turns out. as it turns out. Dang. That was one heck of a game. That was one heck of a game. That was a payback. That was a little payback. The Illinois, uh, the Illini. It's got a chance in anybody's eyes. Well, they crushed us the regular season twice. Third time's a charm. Yeah. Not just in fortune cookies. No. Well, well, seventh time may be a charm for us. Six and oh, if Mike. If you don't get this deal signed, there's going to be problems. I'm trying to be a little salazzo with Tom Hagen. It's bad news for me and bad news for you if you don't get that. <laughs> salazzo. The Turk. Virgil. The Knife Man. Well, we're hoping. We're hoping the seven times a charm. It's hard to believe we're halfway through the season, the regular season, because there will be a postseason. At least one, if not three. Yeah, if not. We're looking for three extra games, aren't we? Well, I think two. Big you, Ten Championship. Oh, oh, oh. And then you now gotta, you're talking. Then you want to get oh, into no. that playoff. 15 games. 15 and all. It's got a good ring to it. It could happen. I'm counting on it. I've put the mortgage. I've got the tattoo. I took my mortgage, the deed, to Vegas. Yeah. I said, odds on it. Double right down. Coach, Eight to one. Coach Harbaugh going to make that happen. I hope so. Well, we got a squad, Mike. It's been a heck of an episode here, and I... Want to thank you for your time and your hospitality. Uh, thanks for sticking around and getting these software issues uh, taken care of, or at least attempted to. And uh, if I sound like I'm being uh, electronically mixed during this podcast, it's we've got some issues. We've got some issues, but that's all right. Do you feel like I do? Yeah. 
All right, there's not much more. To Cyborg add. Mike. Nope, that's it. That's all we've got. We look forward to the bye. We will be back next week. Looking forward to the Eli and I. And in homecoming. the meantime, homecoming. In the meantime, y'all have a great week. Go blue. Go blue. Yeah.